sure to hit that. How's everybody doing today? Huh? Talk to me, huh? Let me sure run here. Good to see you. Hey, from Chicago, DJ. Good to see ya. Someone's getting fired over one of me. I mean, we kind of predicted that, that's for sure. Yeah. Sooner or later, you gotta have someone shoot some footage of you driving down the highway at night in a convertible wearing Jesus. That sounds like an actual. Well, if you want to supply the budget for that, Eric, we could do it. Ah, yeah. What's going on, Lock Zoo? We got Mikhail. What's up, darling? Clean some house. Yay. Let's go, bangers. Yeah, that's right. You guys will be talking about that like crazy now, huh? James Jane. Let's get nuts. Cheers. What's going on? Selena Kyle is here. We got JD McRae. Hola. We got Kara Zorel in the house. Legend, good to see ya. Good to see ya. Ryan, always good to see you too. Rosemary, especially, always good to see you. Darling. Ah, uh, yeah, we got Selena. We got Victor here. Coming from Hawaii. Yeah, you're in uh, Mr. Swenson's neck of the woods, huh? Well, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Carry it, Dave. Make Wednesday a good day. All right, did you have a bad day today? Did you have a bad day today? Well, we could hopefully make it better, huh? What's going on? We got Captain Gator Girl right here as well. So good to see everybody. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed. We got, uh, and then, of course, you want to become a member. Do the member stuff. I got members, you know, do a members-only stream. Of course, I got the Patreon right there if you want to help out the pirate ship with the Patreon as well as, you know, so does a membership as well. And then, of course, we got the uh, Film Junkie Closet down below with merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. Yo, Mr. Venom, good to see you. Yes, it definitely is hump day, yes. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, thank you for clicking in. Hopefully you're watching live. If you're not watching live, guess what? You can actually jump because I do chapter everything out when I'm done. So, But, of course, these are going to be the main topics right here. This crazy guy right here. Yeah, I love his poses with his sunglasses. And then this beautiful woman right here just got landed a big roll, which just that came not too long ago. And then we'll talk about this poor guy right here that just can't catch break with certain things when it comes to franchises. And then a little update, a little rumor, a little rumor thing going on with uh, the Green Lantern series. So that's what we'll be talking about. Ah, can't lean on that foot. You know what, guys? Random thing happened. So I don't know how exactly it happened, but it happened. Um, I don't know if this has happened to you. It probably has. Um, but it's, yeah, it's happened to me before. But so... You know, I usually I'm a standing kind of guy. Obviously, I do my show standing when I'm working. Stand. I stand. I think it's a good it's a good practice to have sitting down. We, we sit down entirely too much, especially if you have a desk job like I do. I'm always in front of computers. It's just not good to sit down for an entire day. So I I stand and, uh, you know, and of course I wear my shoes, my uh, my Skechers shoes that are very, very comfy, okay? So, but yesterday, I, I remember when um, when I was preparing the show, then I uh, and then I was getting ready for the show, and I put on my shoes again. I, I, I was like, man, why is my, one of my toes feels funny? Why does that, it feels funny? And then even when I was doing the show and doing my normal thing, jumping around, I'm like, damn, I, I must have just like, I guess my toe was like rubbing inside my 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 shoe and it just kind of just I don't know just something happened so then when I got done with everything I go and take my shoes off take my sock off and go ah oh! turns out my third toe the the nail broke but oh way too low like half of it broke off 
<laughs> so there was like dried blood and uh, my toenail like falling off. So I was like, ow. So it's a little tender, a little tender today. Ooh, that is tender. That is tender. So, man. So that's what I'm like kind of been dealing with all day today. But uh, yeah, so just trying to be uh, make sure it's like nice and comfy. But yeah, that hurts. It does hurt, especially when you take off the sock. Ah, I got to be careful with that. I got to do it slowly. Got to do it slowly, guys, slowly. So what's going on, the buck? How you doing? We got Superior right here as well. So yeah, so I thought I'd start off the show by talking about my bloody toe and my half nail that's on it. That's going to be nice. And uh, yeah, toenails are weird. Toenail, I have no idea how I did. I don't know if I kicked something when I had my shoes off or something but yeah yeah that shit's annoying especially when you get your yeah yeah especially if you take your shoes off you take your shoes off or and in your socks and say like you know because I, I stand around so you know there might be a little bit of moisture so the sock doesn't exactly come off so when i took a oof that did not feel that did not feel great that did not feel great so busted toenails are the worst ingrown toenails are bitch luckily i've never had an ingrown toenail never had an ingrown toenail i've always been pretty good at not having ingrown toenails thank god because my brother used to get ingrown toenails not me i've never gotten an ingrown toenail so yeah but uh i don't know yeah, i don't know what i did and hey we got superior he's a basic member welcome thank you for being um joining the uh, the members now you have access to those members only streams where i say some you know i give a little extra tea and whatnot and some of those vlogs right there so thank you thank you thank you uh foot fetish yeah, who's got a foot fetish man we know tarantino does right <laughs> teasing us with toes yeah oh so it looks like martia got himself a little bit of a foot thing i don't understand the foot fetish not really i mean like no i've never been a foot kind of guy you know, I'll give foot rubs. Sure. I'll give some foot rubs. I've given I've given some foot rubs in my day, but I'm not I'm not like, you know, giggity giggity. I'm not like quagmire and just like <laughs> I'm not that. But, you know, I'll rub a foot. They don't like fully like disgust me, but I don't I've never been big on the whole thing. Uh, but anyways, hey, I'm not going to judge. Whatever, whatever gets the rocks off. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. What's going on, Mr. Darren? Laugh now, cry later. It's not a foot fetish if it's Dave. There you go. That's that's well said right there. Well said right there, darling. Toenail pain. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, I just, it was funny because I just, because sometimes if I'm like moving around a lot, I'll have, you know, the inside of my foot's rubbing and the inside of my shoe and it just kind of gets like a, you know, like it just rubs and you just get like a little raw spot. And I thought that's what it was, but no, once I took my sock off, I was like, oh, my freaking toenail like broke in half somehow. So, oof. Ah, ah damn. You found out your crush has a boyfriend? Aww. Uh, yeah, that's, that's never fun. That's never fun there, Ryan, but you know, still less weird, <laughs> right? Is Jesse even here? Yeah, Jesse, I remember he was going a little crazy when I was, uh, you know, sometimes it would, especially during the summer months and it'd get a little hot here, obviously with the lights on and stuff. And, uh, depending on what kind of shirt I was wearing, yeah, sometimes you get a little moisture right there. So it's okay, guys. Like I said, whatever whatever floats your boat you know we all have our little things we all have our little things some of them are a little more interesting than others but hey you know we're all we're all human whatever whatever works for you that's that's all that matters anyways guys all right well i appreciate you guys clicking in on this hump day uh november 3rd of course uh man 
we're already right into November right now. I got to pay rent. Oof, I got to pay rent right after this. I got to remember to do that. I always wait till like the last day to pay rent, like right at the last minute, you know. But yeah, that's just me. So I'll have to run over to the uh, to the rental office right when I'm done with you with uh, with the show. So, anyways, guys. Boop. All right, let's go ahead and go to the tweets. Huh? Let's see what happened in uh, Twitter world today, huh? All right, so let me make sure I got all that. Uh, boop, not that. All right, here we go. All right, let's go to the tweets. Minimize that. There we go. All right, let's go to these tweets. All right, let's see what I, I forgot to have the sound, but whatever. All right, let's see what happened in the Twitter world today. All right, so... Um, this is pretty cool right here. Cinemark Theaters tweeted this out earlier today. They said, us, when we see Zack Snyder trending, because yes, the man has been trending. The man has been trending for like five days. <laughs> it's, it's been awesome. It's been pretty awesome. It's been pretty awesome that Zack Snyder like has been trending because it's just been Zack Snyder news, Zack Snyder news, Zack Snyder news, and that spilled over to today too he was also trending today because of the news yesterday about of course Sophia Batella being cast in Rebel Moon which was great stuff great great stuff speaking of Zack Snyder I mean come on um yeah Zack Snyder casting Oscar Isaac in the role in this role might be the most ingenuous and fitting and most predicting uh yeah cast decision ever made it's a good it, it was a good role but remember, this was a cutout scene. So this is in the extended version, of course, in Sucker Punch. It's a good little musical between her and uh, between him and uh, Carla Gugino right there. So, yeah, I completely agree. Completely agree. Casting Oscar Isaac right there. That was before Oscar Isaac took off, too. See, Zack Snyder knows who he just knows. He knows star power. He knows who's going to be like that person. And Oscar Isaac was not really was not known. Was not really known when it came to Sucker Punch, and now he's now he's just he's a he's just a household name now, and he's all over the place. So that's what's cool. Uh, I thought this was funny right here. You watch porn, I watch the Batman trailer. We are not the same. Well, <laughs> oh, good old Gus right there, right? And currently, right now, guys, my uh, Batman the Fanimated stream co-host, Mr. Scott McClellan, of course, you guys know who Scott is, of DC Squadcast, and of course he shows up on the vodka stream as well. Uh, this is what he, he's currently, currently watching Dune on this screen right here. Look at the size of this fucking screen. It's five stories high. This is, an, uh, this is a total full-on IMAX like dome type. My God, look at that thing. It's a full-on IMAX dome. He's watching Dune on this big, huge screen right here. Jesus Christ. What's going on, Mr. Strongarm Flicks? That is insane. I would love, love to watch him, watch especially Dune on that screen. My God, that is insane. So that's pretty cool. So lucky for him. He's enjoying, he's, he's on Arrakis right now, just fully, like, actually on that. That's like the side of the, that's the side of the planet right there. So... And uh, we got some more uh, information, apparently uh, some more news, according to Daniel RPK. Obviously, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But uh, according to Daniel RPK, he confirms that Colin Farrell's Penguin series will begin filming in mid-2022, being described as a prequel and a sequel to The Batman. Lauren LaFranc will be showrunner. So there you go. 
Remember when they announced this? We're going to get more of this guy. Easy, sweetheart. Come on. This is going to be so... Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. I just wonder... I want to know how long it takes uh, for them to put the prosthetics on, the makeup on. How long is Colin Farrell in the chair? And that's going to be, that's going to be pretty grueling, to be honest. That's going to be pretty grueling for Colin to be now heading a... Now heading a series based on this character, so every day he's going to have to be in the makeup chair. That's going to be some long hours right there. Because when it comes to the Batman, apparently he's not in it all that much. He says, like, what, a couple scenes, two, three, maybe, you know, scenes, significant scenes, of course. But, man, he's going to have to get in that chair every single day. And that's just still, it, it still amazes me. Just give the Makeup Artist Academy Awards already. I mean, you, you, you made... You made a pretty man ugly as hell. I mean, you really did. They did a good job. When everybody, when he got cast as the penguin, nobody knew exactly what was going to happen. You know, we all think of Colin Farrell as a penguin. What the fuck? That doesn't make sense. And this kind of, okay, this is this this is a good uh, prologue to the Gal Gadot story about her being the evil queen because a lot of people were kind of going like, well, wait a minute, that woman is gorgeous. Well... Colin Farrell is a pretty good-looking chap. Just saying. Just saying. Unrecognizable. Let's just say that. Just leave it at that. We'll get to that story. For those people that are like, what? How could Gal play the evil queen? How? 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 But anyways, so that's going to be interesting. And, of course, there was always rumors that Selena Kyle, Catwoman, she's going to get her series as well. So we'll all be looking forward to that, hearing that news and everything. So... Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait, sweetheart. Anyways. And then uh, No Nut November, right? <laughs> um, no Nut November. Uh, see, this is one of the things I was going to say last night, but this is pretty funny right here. Batman making sure people don't lose No Nut November. <laughs> this is on the first episode uh, on Leather Wings right here. It's a g- <laughs> Basically, uh, Batman does a little C-blocking. Does a little cock blocking right there. Yeah, definitely does. So uh, interrupting these uh, this, these two scientists that were making out right here. I'm telling you, the first episode of Batman the Animated Series, they, it, it was pretty dark. It had some blood in it. It had two people making out. And this was supposed to be a kid show. Uh, I, I don't know if I could take part in uh, No Nut November. If I did, um, I would be starting to get very, like two weeks in, I'd be very, very angry. I know I yell a lot already in this microphone, but it would get even worse. If it came to that, so uh, no pun intended, but I'm just saying, I totally forgot that No Nut November was actually a thing, but uh, if you take part in it, yeah, good luck to you. Good luck. I don't think that's going to happen. Can't happen with me. Uh, What's going on? Nicolay Vega. Good to see you. Good to see you. And uh, right here, uh, according to Mr. Ma right here, I'm not sure where this quote came from, but hey, it sounds pretty awesome right here. Zack Snyder wants a prequel with Peters next in the Armyverse. I think Tig's character, of course, could be really fun to find out how she went from doing dry narrations of her helicopter tours at the Grand Canyon to piloting a zombie rescue mission. That would be interesting. That would definitely be interesting. It was in this uh, Variety article right here. Uh, part of the, you know, obviously promoting Army of Thieves, and they asked Zack Snyder which other character could get a prequel. Well, there you go right there. You already failed? I know. See, Jose? I'm, I'm, uh, you know, it's, 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 like the, it's like that episode of Seinfeld 
when it comes to no nut november like it's already like it's like that episode of seinfeld when they're doing the bet and, and kramer just like comes in and then just slaps the money on the counter and goes i'm out i mean come on it's probably most of us right and man ah so talk about bummer news today shit i was not expecting this anytime soon giants fans obviously uh Breaking news, San Francisco Giants catcher Buster Posey will announce his retirement tomorrow. The 34-year-old has been in the organization since uh, 2008 and served as the centerpiece for San Francisco's three championships in five years. He'll undoubtedly receive some Hall of Fame votes. Man, this uh, this, kind of bummed me out. Still bums me out, man. Buster, retiring this early, too. 34, that, that's, that's kind of early. But he is a catcher. So catchers, you know, their bodies get put through the ringer. Definitely. But this made me sad. So tomorrow, Buster Posey. Man, he was the heart of the fucking Giants, man. Heart of the Giants. Heart of the Giants. Oh, shut up, Jose. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, man. Uh, we'll see how many home runs that Buster hit on those Dodgers, those Doyers. Man, but that's, that, that, that saddened me today. That saddened me big time. Neil's the one. He's the one. But it's okay because uh, I'm about to cheer everybody up with uh, Selma Hayek. That's right, Selma Hayek and From Dust Till Dawn. This, uh, I'm starting to feel a little bit better now seeing this image again because, you know, yeah, not too shabby. Man. Tell you what, I tell you what, um, I mean, speaking of the foot fetish thing, I mean, <laughs> she, she puts her foot in Quentin Tarantino's mouth in this movie, in this movie. Whew, man. I mean, it's, it, it is kind of funny because when you go back, when you realize that they're like Tarantino has a foot fetish and he wrote from dust till dawn too, by the way, and, and the fact that he's in the movie and yes, there's literally Selma Hayek's foot is like in his mouth. But uh, anyways, god damn it. And she still looks good. She get, still looks good. Uh-oh, go to Ayer's Twitter. Uh-oh, David Ayer. David Ayer's Twitter? What? I'll look, I'll look it up in a little bit here. I'll look it up in a bit. Let's get through these other tweets here first. Okay, well, let me see. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see here. Ayer, hold on. <laughs> okay yeah that's right so there you go there you go right there posting that david ayer nah he hasn't been quiet in a while look at that posting an image of uh <laughs> oh man there you go posting another image of jared leto's joker right there jared leto's joker right there look at that there you go guys Ah, he's been quiet for a little bit. He's definitely been quiet. He's been definitely quiet right there. And now look at him. He just decided that Jared killed it, but no one knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Oh, don't sing that song, right? Go ahead and retweet that. But jeez. Jeez. Say your Twitter right there, man. Jeez. It's pretty cool. So he just posed for that right there. I love that. I love the Batman tattoo with like the the knife in it. 
I really like that. And then, of course, you got the dead Robin tattoo. really like that as well. The tattoos are great. I mean, yeah, the, the damage tattoo on the forehead might have been a little bit much. But I think all the other tattoos really worked. Really worked. They really worked. I like the haha tattoos all in and everything. And then the smile across the belly and Joker and everything. That's pretty damn cool. There you go. Now, there's a Joker right there. And, yes, we just don't know. We don't know how much he killed it because... Jesus Christ. Like I said, uh, remember when the uh, the release, the air cut Twitter handle said about 40% of what we saw in the theatrical was what was essentially what uh, David Ayer wanted. So 60% is not what he wanted. Now, that doesn't mean that everything was entirely reshoots because they did clarify it. And I did realize like, yeah, it doesn't mean that it, that 60% of the movie was entirely reshoots, but a lot of it was, but a lot of it was repurposed, repurposed. Some of it was repurposed scenes as well. And when it comes to this guy right here, we are missing plenty of scenes, some dark scenes as well too. So man, I tell you what, uh, yeah, we, and we all want to see it. We all definitely want to see it. And you know what's funny about that? What's interesting about that, if that, or I should say, when, when the air cut gets released, that's gonna reinvigorate Jared Leto once again to want to do more Joker. That's the thing. He's gonna want to do more Joker, just like when Snyder brought him back, when Snyder pulled him back in to do the additional photography, the Nightmare. He was all about doing so much more Joker. He wanted to just get, let's go, let's go, let's go. But obviously he only had, you know, just the scene, just the scene uh, with him and Batman, which is just such a great scene in, in Justice League. But uh, I'm telling you, Erica gets released. Jared Leto is going to go nutso and probably want to be like, hey, let's let's can I can I do more of this, please? And then hopefully David Zasloff, which we'll be talking about in a little bit, will be like, yes, you can. What do you want to do, Jared? Huh? You want to do some more? You want to do a Joker movie? Huh? Something like that? A series, maybe? What's Margot Robbie doing? Yeah, that Birds of Prey movie was a halfway good idea, but it should have still been a Joker and Harley movie that got released on Valentine's Day. God, such a missed opportunity that that happened. Anyways, ah, David Ayer, killing it, killing it, killing it. Oh, back to school, back to school to prove to dad that I'm not a fool. There we go. We got Adam Sandler tweeting out uh, Billy Madison, day one. Look at that. Billy Madison Productions, Inc. I love that. So we had this little paper right here that kind of showed uh, Billy Madison, sunny weather, sunrise, sunset. Yeah, there you go. Day one. Little call sheet kind of thing. Yeah, stand-in characters. Everything, Eric's secretary, all this stuff. So, yeah, Adam Sandler just showing some. Uh, this is before it was Happy Madison Productions. So after Happy Gilmore came out, obviously they changed it to uh, Happy Madison. But at first it was Billy Madison, Billy M Productions, Inc. right here. But, yeah, here's the first day call sheet right here. Pretty awesome stuff. Pretty awesome stuff. You don't like Madonna? Oh, yeah, she dressed up as Harley Quinn, right? Uh, yeah, Madonna freaks me out. She's like what? She's like 105 and still trying to keep her youth. It's just weird. It's a little weird to me. I don't know. I mean, she looked all right. She looked good. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like I don't know. There's so she seems a little. She seems a little cuckoo cachoo now. You know. I don't know. But that's just me. Hey, the broken lizard guys. 
they're going to do, uh, they're developing a new movie that's a hunchback of Notre Dame satire. So these guys, the, the Broken Lizard guys, I was wondering what happened. I mean, they haven't really done much. I mean, two of the Broken Lizard guys, um, Steve Lemmy and, uh, God, I can't remember the other guy's name, uh, Heffernan, Heffernan. Can't remember his first name. But, uh, you know, the big guy and the, the small guy, I guess you could say, they, they have their own TV show, uh, Tacoma, Tacoma, uh, what is it, Tacoma FD. They have their own TV show, but I was wondering whatever happened to like the other guys. When when is Broken Lizard going to do another movie? But apparently it's in development right now, so that's pretty good. What's going on? What's going on, Mr. Akbar? How you doing? And uh, Deadline is reporting that Eternals is eyeing a $75 million opening weekend. Ranks as Fandango's second best pre-seller of the year. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of talk about this. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's always interesting. There's so much talk about this. Uh, I th- I even saw a tweet from Grace. I saw a t- tweet when she was just like talking about like you know is is uh, the MCU fans are they gonna not are they gonna show up and like, of course they are. Okay, fan bases are loyal, and you know this all goes back to the whole stupid Rotten Tomatoes thing, which I'm so tired of because I mean. I get it. It's a useful tool for looking for critics' reviews, sure. But the rating system is fucking flawed, 100% flawed. Or should I say 50% or 60% flawed? No, it's, it's, it's flawed, but uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just, it is funny, the reception that we've, you know, you know I've talked about it too, the reception of it. Is, uh, you know, now all of a sudden, MCU fanboys don't give a shit about Rotten Tomato scores. But they'll use it for their narrative. But then, you know, on the other side, DC guys, you know, most of the time we're always saying, you know, the DC fandom is always saying, like, who gives a shit about Rotten Tomatoes? But then, you know, it's all it's all funny. Everybody uses Rotten Tomatoes as a weird thing. But just go to the fucking movies. <laughs> Judge for yourself, for the love of God. Release the Denny Cut. Release the Denny Cut. This shot right here. You remember this in the movie? No, because it was not in the movie. Duke Leto and Gurney discover a gruesome chest with severed fingers of spice workers left by the Baron with the note that reads, My dear cousin Leto, welcome to Arrakis. There's a lot to learn. I thought I'd give you a few pointers. Ha! The scene was cut from the Dune movie. Yeah, there was a lot of other things that were cut from the Dune movie. Please, for the love of God, Warner Media, everything, man, please, 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 please. Release that Denny cut. Release a super extended cut. I mean, call it a spice cut. There you go. Release the spice cut. Something like that. But then people will probably be like, what? Spice World? Are we talking about Spice World here? If you want to be my lover. Oh, God. Uh, I went there. Um, I just, come on, please. Release, release. Just release it. For the love of God, for the love of Arrakis, for the love of Atreides, please release it. So, yeah, there's just another little scene that's out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure Danny himself wanted it cut. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you think he wanted it cut? No, he did not. I guess this was too gruesome for a PG-13 ranting. Okay. Well, then, if that is the case, then release the R-rated Denny cut. That's what I'm talking about. 
And uh, Sofia Batella, she, of course, uh, is excited. This is what she had to say about here. Such an honor to be joining genius Zack Snyder on his new epic journey, the sci-fi adventure Rebel Moon at Netflix. Snyder is directing the film as well as co-writing with Shay Hatton, Shay Hayton and Kurt Johnstead. Based on a story by Snyder and Johnstead. Can't wait. Genius. She calls Zack Snyder a genius. You love to see it. You absolutely love to see it. So she is excited. As are we. As are we. This really cracked me up. This is a very good... <laughs> this, this is hilarious. Whoever made this GIF, I don't know, or this video, I just saw this on my feed, and it's just like Hail Hydra. And then you got Batman in here holding up a paper, and then... <laughs> I, I seriously laughed way too hard at this, uh, at this GIF. <laughs> it was... It's perfect. I mean, it, it's so legit. So legit right there. Really good. And uh, Tom Hanks, uh, he, he declined going into space for Jeff Bezos because it cost $28 million fucking dollars. So William Shatner apparently paid $28 million to go to space. He probably got a discount because he's William Shatner, but Jesus Christ. According to uh, Tom Hanks, $28 million bucks to go to space. It's a 12-minute flight. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's the flight of your life, but $28 million? Holy shit. Bezos? Fucking, do you have a coupon? I mean, you're already making billions of dollars already, man. Jeez. I tell you. I tell you. And I completely uh, agree with Ben Stiller right here. Can we uh, all unite and end this awful practice? Yes, because if you guys didn't know this, Daylight Savings ends this Sunday. So, yes, we have to... Turn our clocks back. So we gain an hour, but then everything gets dark super early. I think we need to stop that. It's a practice that was mainly for farmers, right? Which I get, but I don't think we need that anymore because that was for old time. Now, you know, agriculture, the farmers, they, you know, they have new technologies now. It's all good and dandy. Why are we still doing that shit? I don't know. I don't know. This is uh, right here. Mr. Krypton Cage made this, of course. Pretty good little poster right there. I could tell what that background is. Looks uh, looks like, well, you know, kind of looks like a Kryptonian ship right there. But, you know, did a good job. Good job. Good job. I need that. And look at these, uh, look at these uh, strapping young men right here. That's right. Got Snyder lifting some weights. And we got Matthias casually sweating and having his shirt cling to his, to his uh, well, to his six-pack abs. That's right. So, yes, that's right. Dieter, even though he might not seem like he's much, you know, he's got a six-pack going on underneath that colorful clothing he wears. That's right. And here's a color palette for uh, Last Night in Soho. Pretty awesome stuff. God damn, those eyes are hypnotic, man. Those eyes. I could just stare at those eyes. Jeez. Stare at those eyes. Quentin Tarantino is getting to the F, uh, the NFT game, which, man, I got to research more on the NFTs, man. I'm into the whole crypto game, but, man, I got to get into the NFT game because that's a whole other thing, too. But Quentin Tarantino is selling never-before-seen uh, scenes from Pulp Fiction as NFTs. Crazy. It's probably going to make a killing off of that, too. So, you know, good on him. Good on him for doing that. And, uh, hey, we're all looking respectfully, guys. We're all looking respectfully at uh, 
Leslie Grace doing some of her interesting Batgirl workouts, you know, but hey, whatever works. Yeah. Looking respectfully. Uh, yeah. Stomach kind of out, you know, loose, loose, uh, loose sweats. But hey, she's uh, she's getting that Batgirl shape, you know, just saying. Showing. Yeah. I'll let her kick me in the face any day. All right. Um, yeah, there's that, that. And yeah, guys, showing up to Warner Brothers to explain why they need a green light, a Superman sequel like this. I'm not sure where this image came from. I just saw it on my timeline and then I posted it today. But apparently Henry Cavill is in some kind of, uh, per, I don't know, doctor's trench coat, scientist, scientist or whatever. Not sure what it's for. Not sure where the image came from. But hey, it's Henry Cavill. And it's like, God damn it, Warner Brothers. Can you just give him a goddamn Superman movie, a Superman sequel, please? Pretty please. Uh, Zazie Beetz is ready to play Domino again, either in the next Deadpool film or her own origin movie. And I love what she had to say right here. I think I will. If Disney doesn't want what does it make it happen, I'll make it happen. Good on you. Make it happen, girl. And who wants to go in on this with me? Eh? Who wants to? Uh, let's all pull our money together and let's buy the chipmunks. It's only $300 million. Only 300 Why not? I used to love that. I watched the Chipmunks cartoon like crazy. The movies were horrible, but hey, whatever. Movies weren't for me, but let's pull our money. All right. Somebody start sending some super chats. All right. Some send some super chats. We'll start pulling our money together. We'll buy the Chipmunks and God knows what the hell we could do with them. <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. The owners are looking to sell the rights for that month. Jesus Christ. That is crazy. Happy birthday to, uh, to Tom Savini. Of course, who's a great uh, horror movie effects, uh, you know, prosthetics, all that stuff. Big in the biz. Of course, he was also in uh, From Dust Till Dawn. So, but yeah, he did a lot of this, uh, a lot of this work. So happy birthday to him today. He was born in 1946, man. He's been at it for a while. Been definitely at it for a while. And congratulations to the Braves. That's right. The Astros, they can't win a World Series without banging on some trash cans. <laughs> Yeah, he also did Snyder's Down of the Dead. You're right. Uh, open the OnlyFans. That's right. Uh, but anyways, yeah, congratulations to the Braves. They, uh, they uh, of course, did I not have that on? No, I didn't, but it's all good. Um, yeah, they did not. They, they, uh, the Astros, of course, did not win again. They got, they got their asses handed to them. Seven to nothing. That is crazy. That is crazy. Man, that is cool, though, but... Hey, you know, sorry. And I love what Bill Burr had to say right here. He said, I have to go do a spot. Congratulations to the Braves. Poor Astros. Poor Astro fans are still are still have to deal with their Home Depot championship. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Crazy. That's funny, though. I love that we said that. <laughs> Home Depot. Home Depot championship. That is hilarious. Ah, turn that off. So there you go. They're the tweets, guys. Astros still can't win a World Series without cheating. I know. It's just weird, though, because they are a good team, but yet it just seems like, yeah, they just can't seem to pull it off. They can't seem to pull it off. Oh, well, what can you do? Nobody feels sorry for you. <laughs> a lot of people don't feel sorry for you. That's for sure. That's for sure. Anyways, all right. Let's talk about David Zasloff and uh, HBO Max. 
and the Warner Media and all that stuff. All the the merger and update on the merger. There was a article that was uh, released today by the Hollywood Reporter right here. So let's get a little update. This is pretty interesting because he's bringing somebody in. Somebody is coming in to watch over and consult HBO Max content. So here we go. Here's the uh, right here. Uh, Bright Burns. Whoop. Hold on, hold on. Bright Burns. Let me bring it up here. Thank you, sir. Bringing up that. Do you like, uh, thank you for the uh, the $5 super chat. Hey, we're almost there. You know, we just need, you know, 300 million more of you guys, and then we'll buy the chipmunks. Just kidding. Uh, do you think, do you like James Bond, specifically the Daniel Craig version? Because Craig's Bond has divided a lot of people. Yeah, I love, he's my favorite James Bond. No Time to Die was excellent. Uh, yeah, go check out my reviews of, uh, of that. My first reaction and my full review and my spoiler discussion also. Yeah, I loved uh, the Daniel Craig James Bond right there. Yeah, I thought it was great. I don't know why people don't like him. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it was anybody I talked to in real life loved the Daniel Craig Bond, you know, because it just added something a little bit different, a little more hardcore. I mean, when you, when, when you watch Casino Royale, that opening parkour type scene, everybody kind of went like, holy shit, this is a totally different James Bond. But I think a lot of people didn't like the fact that he had kind of like blondish hair and blue eyes. They didn't like that. That's why, like, the whole argument when it comes to, like, you know, black James Bond, like, that, like people wanted Idris Elba to play that, and a lot of people were like, people want James Bond to be brunette and brown eyes. That's what they want, because that's what it was most of the time. So, it, you know, it's not about, you know, people when it, people are calling people racist for that. It's like, no, that's not the case. People just, people did not want blue eyes on James Bond. That's, that's how crazy some of these Bond fanatics get. They hated the blue eyes. And it's pretty funny, too, because if you watch... No Time to Die, there's a callback to the blue eyes about that, that whole thing, because that was always the thing, was the blue eyes. Yeah, but I think he was, yes, I think he was the best, I think he was the best James Bond, in my opinion. All right, sorry, my little spiel on James Bond right there. All right, let's see what we got here. So, Discovery CEO says Kevin Mayer joining as streaming consultant amid WarnerMedia merger. David Zaslav also touted the financial momentum uh, going into the planned merger is as better than expected and said the combined company's debt will be lower than originally expected. So that's good. So they projected the debt that WarnerMedia already had. It was not as not going to be as bad. So we got Discovery's bringing on former top Disney executive and his old friend Kevin Mayer to consult on the future of streaming at the company as it moves closer to its planned merger with WarnerMedia CEO David Zaslav said Wednesday. He said Mayer has committed to has committed to bringing his expertise on windowing and packaging and the like acquired during his experience launching Disney Plus to the company, which will help the team fine-tune its direct-to-consumer strategy. Kevin has a big brain, Zaslav said, joking about how the executive is busy with various jobs, including as chairman of sports streamer DAZN. He's super excited about getting in the car with us. Zaslav also made it official that Discovery CFO Gunnar Wiedefels, I'm probably butchering that, will serve as CFO of the merged Warner Brothers Discovery. Zavlov said Discovery's third quarter earnings conference call that the merger partners were well on track 
for a mid-2020 close. So pretty much when they start filming the Penguin series, that's when the merger full-on happens. Uh, let's see. Well, he said uh, Wittefels said that combined firm's debt burden would be lower than originally expected, making the executive team even more optimistic about their ability to quickly reduce the post-merger debt load. Yeah, because anytime this shit happens, you're going in like in the negative. You're definitely going in in the negative, but apparently it's not going to be as bad as they originally projected. So that's pretty good. Zaslav told analysts that based on the latest operational and strategic uh, diligence and diligence, providing more insight on AT&T's financial trends, his team now expects debt leverage of or below four and a half times upon the merger close rather than the original expected five times. The promised reduction of that to three times could therefore happen meaningfully sooner than what we uh, articulated in uh, May, he added. Back then, management said that it would be achievable about two years after the deal closed. Yeah, remember he talked about the two-year thing, like he was going to get the subscriber count and the worldwide push for HBO Max, get it all out there. Yeah, so there's a bunch of numbers and stuff like that. Of course, you know, we don't need to go over all that stuff. But what's interesting, though, and what's good is he's bringing in this mayor dude who helped launch Disney+. Plus. Smart, smart. Now, of course, you know, we still wonder about what's happening with Mr. Kylar, and I don't think I, there was not yeah there wasn't really anything mentioned in the uh, article about Jason Kylar. Who knows if he's going to lose his job or not? I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you though, the fact that this mayor dude is coming out, is coming and going to consult on this. Yeah, Toby is fucking gone. <laughs> he's going to be gone. Bye, Toby. Where's that? I know I should get that drop of from the office where where Steve Carell is like you know celebrating uh, Toby and the character Toby. For leaving, I'll, I'll, I'll get that drop. Once it happens, that's definitely going to be something that's going to I'm going to incorporate for sure because there's just no way. Because Toby Emmerich, I mean, come on, he was supposed to be overlooking some of this stuff. He has not been doing a good job. Zaslav sees this, so he's bringing in somebody who helped get Disney Plus going. So just saying, man. Yeah, just saying. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. First, I heard. Yeah. What are you talking about? Let's see. Denny got over over it in the only. Kept, wow. What are you guys talking about? I'm trying to see what you got. Toby and Anne were there. Eric and the cast gushing about Dune and about the sequel. What are you guys talking about? Zaslav pulls a Trump. You fired, Toby. You fired. So this is good. This is good news. This is good news because uh, I I even read too that Zaslav admitted that he's not too smart when it comes to a lot of this stuff. You know. He knows how to run a company, but this is like a different kind of company. Of course, he ran Discovery, but this is fucking Warner Media, guys. This is Warner Media. So, yeah, obviously it's a bigger, you know, this is a bigger this is a bigger company. Bigger bigger pool. Okay? This is a fucking ocean that he's now. He's going from a pool to an ocean. A big pool, but you know, going out to an ocean. So, he's going to need some help and this mayor dude sounds like it's going to be it's, it's smart. Bring this guy in, expertise Disney Plus, why the fuck not? Why not? So Hamada sets budgets and passes along to Emmerich. Yeah, yeah, but Emmerich was supposed to be like watching over some of the uh, the content that was going on HBO Max, right? So I'm just saying, time is ticking for Toby. I think. I don't know what's going on with Anne, and and the same thing with Hamada. But I just, I just, anytime that something comes out with this, it just seems like okay, Toby's just he ain't gonna survive. He ain't gonna survive this. 
Okay? And he shouldn't. He shouldn't. And it's going to be great. We're all going to be, you know, we should all, you know, gather together the day it happens outside of Warner Brothers and just hold up signs. Bye, Toby. Thea. Thanks for being a douche. And not knowing what the fuck fans want or anything. Be nice. <sighs> so it's great. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think he's, I mean, I think Toby just, yeah, his time is limited. His time seems to be limited, but we'll see. But it just seems like this is a good move right here for Zaslav. So we'll see what happens. All right. All right, let's talk about Gal. Gal Gadot. She just landed a new big role. And a lot of people are kind of like, huh? But a lot of people are excited for it. We should be excited for it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, how much we need another. This is like another Snow White live action. And we had Snow White and the Huntsman, which was a different kind of Snow White, which I thought was pretty cool. It was unique. But now they're just like, no, we're just going to do the traditional Snow White. All right. Well, that's cool, I guess. So here it is right here from Deadline. Um, Gal Gadot to play evil, play evil queen in Disney's live action Snow White. While her latest tentpole red notice is set for its big Hollywood premiere tonight. Oh, that's happening tonight. So she'll get asked a ton of questions. Gal Gadot looks to have found her next project that is sure to be the fairest of them all. Sources tell Deadline that Gadot is in the final negotiations to play the evil queen in Disney's live action adaptation of Snow White. The one that started it all for the studio's legendary slate of animated features. Rachel Zegler is set to play the titular role with Mark Webb directing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mark Webb is directing that. Oh, good for him. And Mark Platt producing. Uh, production is expected to start in 2022. So there you go. So a lot of people are kind of going like, well, what the hell? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Come on. How is it, you know, she's too goddamn beautiful. She's too beautiful. How could Gal Gadot play this role? She's, t- she's so gorgeous. And yes, I agree with you. She's absolutely, she's stunning. Yes, 100%. Colin Farrell's Penguin. That's why when I was talking about that, you better believe they're going to ugly her up. This is, I, I like this a lot because she's not playing, she's playing a villain. And I think they're going to like try to ugly her up a little bit, which I say good. Let's, let's see it. Let's see it, gal. Show. I mean, you're fucking Wonder Woman, for God's sakes. So I like it. I like it a lot. I think this is a good move for her, to be honest. I mean, you know, it's another big role. And then I'm just saying that with her being so beautiful, they're going to ugly her up a little bit, and she's going to do some... Hopefully some good acting. Let's show some chops, you know, because I know some people kind of go like, oh, yeah, we're acting, you know, sometimes. But, you know, she's improving. Definitely is. So, and, uh, yeah, I think this is a cool move. I think it's a cool move. Dave, the story, the point is uh, the evil queen is gorgeous. They're not going to ugly her up. I think they should. Maybe they should a little bit. Make her a little bit ugly up. Yeah, I'm trying. I don't even remember the Snow White story, to be honest. I haven't seen it forever, but I'm just saying, uglier up a little bit, you know? Make her not as good looking. Why not? That's what I'm thinking. Challenge it. Don't make her so, don't make her so gal looking. I say just uglier up a little bit, you know, add some, I don't know. Obviously, you know, if they're going to make her look like, I mean, obviously, yes. When you look at this, I mean, she's not an, a super 
ugly character. I mean, of course, they're going to probably have a costume that looks like that. But, man, I don't know. Make her look a little more just just evil. I don't know. What do you think? Warner Brothers, you know, okay, you guys are still talking about Warner Brothers. No, but I'm just saying, like, what makes something, do something that just makes her look fucking evil, you know? Because you see her face, and it's just like, and I think she could pull it off, because when you see her mad face, like, in, 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 like, Wonder Woman or whatever the hell you've seen her in, she's got a good mad face. She's got a good mad evil face. Yeah, so, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do something like that. But anyways, congratulations to Gal. I think she'll knock it out. She'll definitely knock it out. I don't know if I want, you know, I, when it comes to the Disney live actions, I've never been really a fan. But hey, I'll still check it out because it's Gal Gadot. Sure. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. So this poor guy. <laughs> this poor guy right here. Remember that, well, Matt Smith... Not only, uh, not only was he, you know, supposed to have a pivotal role in like the new, the new time, the new kind of, um, the remember when Terminator Genesis came out and he had some random role where he did something to change the timeline or whatever. And he was supposed to be pivotal. Like everybody was wondering if he was actually like a human form of Skynet or something. And he had a very brief role in the beginning of like Terminator Genesis and it was supposed to be more because they wanted to do like an entire trilogy or whatever the fuck. And obviously that didn't go anywhere. It's like, oh, well, that sucks. But he was, he was also cast, of course, in, uh, in, Star, in Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. And then, and then sadly, that didn't happen either. And when he was on the podcast right here uh, on Josh uh, Horowitz's uh, podcast right here, um, Happy, Sad, Confused, he asked him about it. So... This is what he had to say about it right here. So this is interesting. It's very interesting. You were going to be in The Rise of Skywalker. Matt, did you ever shoot any yes. Star Wars scenes? No, I didn't. I didn't. That was, you know, there was, there was, we were close to me being in it, but then it just never, it never quite happened. I think, I think the, the thing they were thinking of me for, eventually the part became, you know, it, it became obsolete and they didn't need it. And so I never got to be in Star Wars. There we are. That sucks. Wait, wait, uh, uh, here's conjecture. Was was this Palpatine's son? Was that who you were, you were playing? I could not possibly say. I could not possibly <laughs> say. But it was a pretty groovy thing. It was, Man. Like, it was a really groovy part and concept. Groovy part. Big, it was a big thing. It, yeah, it was like a big story detail. Like a, a you know, transformative Star Wars story detail. Transformative they, it, story it, it never quite got over detail. the line. No. I can't deal with this. I'm going to have you nightmares have about this now. Yeah, none of us <laughs> yeah, can because of what like happened a, in Rise of Skywalker. You know, it was a big shift in the in the history of the franchise. It, yeah. I need you to stop talking. You're getting me angrier. Every successive word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, there we are. Did you ever get into, like, costume? Was there a costume test? Like, how far no, away did you get? There no, yeah, I never got it. There was no costume. There were a couple of me. <laughs> Exploding rubber ducky. Uh, shut up. And, um, please. The good yeah. part is you still have your Star Wars eligibility card, so it's a long career. Well, maybe I can come back. You never know. I mean, if, you know, God, well, to come back is not like... <laughs> and then, of course, the, the feed starts cutting out. This, this, is the worst, yeah. this is the worst possible time for the phone to cut out, just so, just so you know. <laughs> the worst possible time. 
Oh God, I hope sorry. It's because I'm in Spain and the internet's really shoddy. It's really no. shoddy. Oh, oh, just sad. Just sad right there, man. And Rubber Ducky, I don't know why, why you keep on saying another Sam Benjamin. Who the fuck heard about Sam Benjamin for? This guy was literally a Doctor Who, and people know who he actually is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Show some respect. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah, so any bets on who he was? Was he son of Palpatine? Was he a younger Palpatine? I don't know. There's a lot of ping, a lot of things, a lot of people were tight, you know, maybe it was going to be something, you know, associated with Ray. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. What do you guys think? I could actually see him play a young Palpatine. Yeah, I know. Kind of seems like it. Was there going to be some kind of flashback, some kind of time thing? I don't know. It's just showed, but what, what this shows you right here is like there was kind of a plan, but then they just fucking, they, they, they lost their shit after the reception of Last Jedi. They just went all stupid and said, JJ, please re rescue us. Come back. Oh, my God. You know, and then we got Rise of Skywalker, which was okay, but it was a mess. Absolute mess. Absolute mess. So I don't know. No, I don't think he was playing just a stormtrooper. I think he actually had something. He had something about you don't you, because he's got that voice, you know, and that voice, that that accent is very much uh, a part of Star Wars, that British accent, I guess you could say. But I don't know. But yeah, I mean, very well could be. But then again, you never know. You never know. Maybe could be right. Maybe he was just a stormtrooper. But it seems like when it came to stormtrooper roles, that went to like just just guys that wanted to be stormtroopers. Like, yeah, didn't Tom Hardy have one and Daniel Craig? You know, didn't they all? Didn't they have their their time to shine as a stormtrooper. Now, I don't think he was an actual stormtrooper. I think he was actually going to be something interesting, but I don't know if we'll ever find out. Matt Smith as a brainiac. That's pretty interesting. I think, again, you know, I really enjoyed him on last night in Soho. He's a pretty evil son of a bitch. You know, pretty, you know, he played a good uh, role in there. So I can see him as that, but I do like the, uh, I do like him as Clock King. That'd be cool if he played a live action Clock King. We were talking about that because we just covered that in Batman the Fanimated Stream, Clock King episode. Kind of cool to see him. But I think it's just because the way he's dressed. He, you know, he, so, I mean, even like when you see him right here, like when he's in Doctor Who, I mean, he kind of has already that Clock King attire. He's just got to put the hat on and the glasses, the glasses. So, but uh, yeah, a mess behind the scenes with what? I ask you, oh, okay, you're talking about something else. But anyways, poor Matt Smith. Come on now. Release the Matt Smith go out. He didn't shoot anything, so it doesn't really matter. So, anyways, release the JJ cut. I don't even—is that even still a thing? Remember how that was a thing for like, that was a thing for like half a day. <laughs> I, the only thing I loved about that was the fact that the Snyder cut made its way into the culture, into pop culture, so much that anytime that there's, we just—that's all we keep on saying is say release the whatever cut, release the whatever cut. That's just like such a thing right now. That's what's so great about it. But if there is a JJ cut, cool. But I, I do not think we'll ever ever see that. Um, the Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy—they are moving forward, which of course it's working because their series are seem to be killing it. So, but poor Matt Smith, poor Matt Smith. All right, last thing. Let's. Uh, I guess we got a little rumored update when it comes to the Green Lantern series. Um, it's from a, a Luminerity or whatever the hell Luminerd. They posted something, and uh, a lot of a lot of us kind of wondering like what exactly is happening with this Green Lantern series. But 
So, I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt because these guys are not always right. Just like with everything, you know, scoopies, you know, at least they're not like those other people that 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 other website that has nerd in their title. But it says right here, Green Lantern series to be darker in tone than initially expected. Exclusive. I hate it when they put exclusive, though. It's like, why this exclusive? You have an exclusive rumor. Cool. Good for you. And how was it? DC has a ton of exciting content coming out in the next few years with films like The Batman and Black Adam, as well as shows like Peacemaker and Green and the Green Lantern series. Not too much has been revealed about the Green Lantern series by DC, with the series being one of the few upcoming projects not to be featured during DC fandom. Yeah, that was a little weird. I mean, we even watched that thing yesterday with the DCU slate and what and what you call it. Yeah, in the past, uh, you know, and it's funny because what's happening with the Green Lantern Corps movie, too? Uh, in the past, we have managed to dig up some exciting news about the series and have continued looking for more. Now we've managed to uncover. They make it seem like they went on a fucking treasure hunt, you know? Isn't that funny? Like when, when, you, when, you, when you read a sentence like that, we managed to dig up this exciting news. We trenched to the far corners of the world. That's right. We went through these tombs, went through the booby traps, and we dug up this news. Jesus Christ, get to the fucking point, huh? Now we've managed to uncover some very intriguing information that we that may change what fans expect about the upcoming series. We at the Illuminati have exclusively learned in a, an intriguing new piece of information about the upcoming Green Lantern series. According to Arthurthis, the Green Lantern series... Uh, on HBO Max may be a bit darker than first imagined. It will apparently be akin to the Watchmen event series in tone. So there you go. Let's hope. Let's hope this is correct. Let's hope it's not going to be, you know, I mean, obviously when it comes to this Green Lantern series and anything that's uh, anything that's Green Lantern, you know, we uh, when it comes to the, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern, yes. I mean, even though, even though it's not as bad, when you go back and watch that, it's not as bad as, as we originally, you know, thought it was. I mean, you can go back and watch. You can find some good about it. And it was actually pretty popular on Netflix, apparently. It was, like, trending on Netflix, the Green Lantern movie. You know, it seemed like they had certain pieces in the right place, place places. But then, you know, the script was crap and everything like that and jeff johns just doesn't know how to fucking make a movie <laughs> that's that's the thing it's like yeah yeah johns you did good you did good by coming up with some of these stories of course you have iconic stories in the dc universe sure but you need to stay away from the movies definitely and 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 tv okay i have yet to finish titans because the writing just seems to get worse that's why i haven't finished it yet Ah. Why I have not. But anyways, so. Um, so this is interesting. If it's going to be that done, if it's going to be that dark in tone, I don't know if it's going to go that dark. It, it seems like when it comes to Watchmen, the Watchmen series, I mean, that, that dealt with like some political things. And I don't know if it's going to get that dark. But then again, maybe it will. Maybe that's the way to go when it comes to this Green Lantern universe that they want to build, because obviously they want to it's going to be jumping from timelines. It's going to be in the past present day and then of course there's a movie that's supposed to like link up to it i don't know if that's still going to be the case i've told you guys i heard things about that and how they linked up and how awesome that would be because obviously we don't have we don't have um we don't have hal and uh stewart in in the series 
that was going to be saved for the movie. That was they were going to be saved for the movie. But there was a chance that probably most likely that they would show up at the end of season one and then it would lead into the movie. I don't know. I don't know if that was still going to be the case. Who knows? Wait, Green Lantern getting dark. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just keep Jeff Johns away from it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we could reference his old work, but when it comes to the new stuff, it's like, no, 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 no. Johns, 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 stay away from it, which I think, I don't know. Who knows if he's going to still be attached to it? I don't know the whole full details on that. I know he's still behind Stargirl. I don't know. It, it's all it's all very much up in the air. But I really hope that this is true. But take it with a grain of salt, because even though they like dug, they dug it up. They went to the ends of the earth to dig up this information. You know, and it's still from a source and we don't know the sources and you got to take it with a grain of salt. That's what it is. <sighs> so Green Lantern is going to be dark like Watchmen. Why the hell not let Zack do his John Stewart scene? I know, right? Yeah, that, that, that whole thing just didn't make sense again. But that was back. That was way back when, you know. Um, well, that wasn't way back when. That was actually not way back when. That was more recent. But still, yeah, it is weird. Like, why, why even do that? Why even do that? Like, why just prevent him from doing something like that? It's just so weird. So it's so very strange. They were okay with like, yeah, yeah, knock yourself out with Martian Manhunter. We are not going to do anything with that. But Green Lantern, they're like, no, no, can't touch Green Lantern. Sorry. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, Martian Manhunter, knock yourself out. Yeah, we don't care. Green Lantern, though, uh-uh, uh-uh. They don't know what the fuck a multiverse is. That's what it is. You know, but you think like, you know, there's the, God, it's just so stupid. But hey, what can you do? We will see the scene when the merger happens. Yeah. Now, like I said, we, we won't. <laughs> we will probably see the, the still shot, the finished still shot. But, you know, we've got to remember that the, the still shot finished, full on scene not finished. Sadly, sadly, but, you know, what can you do? Anyways, guys, so there you go. That was all the uh, topics for today. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself. Let's go to the Twitter questions, eh? See what's going on with the Twitter questions. Before we wrap this up for this week of Film Junkie Lives, man, I can't believe David Ayer just comes out of nowhere and goes, Hey, check this out, guys. If I could find my freaking, I can't even find, there it is. All right. Boop. All right, let's see here. See what you guys have to say. Mr. Eric. Yo, Dave, so with Emmerich getting the boot and Disney Plus guy helping run HBO Max now, I'm, well, he's consulting. Uh, I'm thinking about all the MCU and Star Wars content exclusive to Disney Plus. Star Wars pretty much lives on Disney Plus now. So does that mean more new DCU stuff on HBO Max? Well, I mean, there's already been a lot. There's already a lot of stuff coming to HBO Max, like uh, DC stuff. I mean, pretty much anything. I mean, we got Black Canary, we got Batgirl, um, we got spinoffs. Then we got spinoffs, of course, from the Batman. I mean, there is already a lot of content. I mean, he's already making moves. This could already be a part of it. He could already be consulting with uh, Kevin Mayer, being like, "Hey, what do you think we should do with this, 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 and this?" But yeah, I'm sure we'll get more, more stuff, and hopefully, yeah, we'll get some like Superman stuff too. Well, we already got a Superman thing, Valzad. But uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with the other Supermans. Darren, Mr. Na laugh now, cry later. Do you think that Discovery will eventually call Zach to a meeting to see if they can continue his JL story in any way possible? 
Uh, possibly, like I say, like I said, I mean, I mean, Zach is going to be busy for the next five to six years. So whatever he wants to do with his story, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, personally, I mean, I think I mean, I've and I've been saying is like just turn it into a graphic novel if you can't do anything else. Turn that whole thing into a bunch of books illustrated by Jim Lee. Uh, I saw Dave doing this with the, the with his boys the other day. <laughs> what the fuck is even happening right here? <laughs> Just people acting like idiots. It's not in America, though. Those are... Wow. What the hell are they even doing? It's like when uh, race cars, before they start racing, they warm up their tires like that. Interesting. Uh, Ryan, not sure if you have talked about it, but did you see that, um, uh, Mr. Esposito recently said about working with Gina on Mondo kind words still have hope that things might fall into place. I loved working with her. She's warm and beautiful and wonderful, and I don't care what her politics are. Thank you, Mr. Esposito. I love the fact that she came to acting late and that she was so raw and original and beautiful and i just think she's a lovely person so i shout her out and i say she's one of my favorites there you go um i mean obviously uh this this quote can get him canceled nowadays which is so fucking stupid but i love that he said and i don't care about her politics it's the way it should be okay the way it should be it should be about the person's character not their fucking politics I don't agree with everybody's politics. People don't agree with my politics. But hey, guess what? We can still have a conversation and be cordial and be civil and everything, right? That's the problem nowadays, especially with those damn elections that were happening last night. There are people losing their shit. (sighs) Anyways, Carrie and uh, Eric, stop answering the questions. I'm supposed to answer the questions. Uh, hey, hi, Dave. Do you think Zaslav is going to be able to surgically remove the cancer that is Jeff Johns from Warner Brothers completely? Zaslav banning Johns from the lot would be true hope and optimism. Even with uh, Jeff Johns' focus has been on TV, his influence is surely still there with Hamada. I don't know. I mean, he's pretty, uh, I mean, when it comes to Johns, I mean, Hamada, I mean, look what he had to say, uh, what he said to, to Fisher and everybody. It's like, you know, well, yeah, we'll give you a Whedon. We'll throw a Whedon under the bus, but we can't throw Jeff Johns under the bus. That might be difficult. That might be difficult because he's just DC royalty. He might still have that. That's, that's what's so interesting about it. So I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Joseph Cornelius. If there's one badass action movie legend Zach would cast in Rebel Moon, who would it be for you? Mine's Keanu Reeves, but that's probably too obvious. I know. Can you imagine if he cast Keanu Reeves in there? Oh, oh. I don't know. That's a good question, too. I don't know who I would like. Uh, who would I want him to cast in there? Like, yeah, put on the spot. You actually came up with a good one. I'm actually going to agree with you. Keanu Reeves would be uh, pretty awesome. How does God experience time? There you go. Q with the philosophical stuff. Taking the hits. And again, Eric, I'm supposed to answer the questions, not you. (laughs) VF, do you think the Green Lantern series will be canceled after one season because of its high budget? No. They need, they need, 
this series. They need as much content on their on their uh, streaming service as possible. They really do need it. So, uh, let's see. Edward, do you play video games? What's your favorite? I haven't really, I don't really play video games, but I mean, when I did, I was playing the Arkham games, and I'll probably jump into it next year. Start streaming some of that. And that'll be fun. That'll be fun. My apartment owner? <laughs> rent? Yeah, I know. I got to go pay my rent right after this. Thank you for reminding me. Let's see. Mr. John Murdoch Wayne. Highly doubt this would happen, but would love it as I'd love Matt ever since I saw him in Doctor Who 11 years ago. Man, if, uh, yeah, man, if Zack Snyder can shoot an entire five-minute scene in lockdown and partially on his driveway for Zack Snyder's Just League, then Disney can film <laughs> in uh, Matt Smith's uh, scenes for, yeah, but it depends on what it is. Um, and his drive, yeah, <laughs> partially his drive. Well, I mean, he shot, he shot the, uh, he shot the uh, the Green Lantern scene in his driveway, which is a very short scene. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could you could do a lot with a green screen. You definitely could do a lot with a green screen because that'd be sweet, though. I, I just want him to actually say. I just want him to actually reveal what his character was supposed to be. But I think, I think he, uh, I think Kathleen Kennedy is going to be like she Amanda Wallered him. He's got like a chip on the back of his head, and it'll just go kapooey. If uh, he ends up saying something, so yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, he could sing one of these days. Anyways, guys, all right. It is Wednesday, so no film junkie live tomorrow. I will be seeing Eternals though at six o'clock my time, and of course, look forward to my uh, my first reaction review for that. Uh, Patreon people, I'll I'll give you a little bonus audio this week over on Patreon, so look forward to that. You know, say some more stuff. Thursday stuff, so if you want to listen to it, of course, join the Patreon. But I appreciate you guys uh, clicking in. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe. If you want to become a member, hit the join button. And like I said, the Patreon's down there too. And of course, the uh, Film Junkie Closet. So I'll see you guys Friday for the vodka stream, of course. We'll have some drinks and uh, we'll hopefully have some fun and uh, do a lot of chatting with everybody and all that stuff. So. Looking forward to it, definitely. Ooh, turn that out. Didn't mean for it to act like that. All right, guys. Love you, and I'll talk to you later.